This is Artsman. My name is Liam. I'm with Tom, Christian and Marcy and also with Charlie who is on the line from Perth and we're going to be discussing our favourite films of the decade. Um, yes, and we should introduce Charlie to our listeners because um, you've been away for a few weeks now, Charlie. How have you been living in Perth? It's very, very different. I have to say, <laughs> I, I, do, I, do, I, do miss, I do miss you guys. I miss everyone. I, I miss people over there. I miss Melbourne. But um, Perth's a pretty city, but it's, 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 it's different. Very, very different. It's hard to kind of like, it's just, it's been all right though. It's been quite relaxing, quite busy, quite relaxing, but it's a very, very different um, vibe, uh, um, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, it is quite a different vibe over there out west. And I understand it's really hot over there today as well, Charlie. Oh, yeah, for the next three days, it's going to be about 40, 41 um, over the weekend as well. It's going to be just. Roasting, it's going to be roasting. It's just going to be madness, actually. Well, we, we, we envy you, actually, Charlie, because it's only about 19 degrees here in Melbourne today. So, although it has been quite oh, hot I, in the studios, oh. 90 degrees. Isn't I envy hot. you guys. <laughs> you can't freeze water at 19 degrees. Just saying. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Charlie, the reason, of course, why we've got you on board is because you are a yep. film buff like all of us, and we're going to be mm. sharing our favourite films of the past decade here on Artsmitten. And we might begin with you, actually. What movie to you from the past 10 years stands out most? I think the movie that stands out the most would have to be uh, the experimental film that was released back in 2014 called Boyhood. Which was that? Which is, I think was just an amazing piece of uh, filmmaking. It's got a very simple kind of plot to it, premise of the whole growing up stages. But the way they um, filmed it and the way they made it over like twelve years, and you kind of get to see how the actors and the and the story and and how things progress um, over about those twelve, thirteen years. Um, I just thought it was a really um, you know it was easy, it was a easy film to kind of follow, but I just thought it was amazing in the way of like. Um, well, just the way it was filmed and the way it was made and, and the patience it took to kind of put it all together over those past, like, you know, decade and a bit. So I just thought um, 2014's Boyhood was probably one of the best, well, one of the best ones that stand out for me more momentarily. I mean, we've had so many good films in the last decade um, that have been just amazing, but I just think that one particularly, just it stands out, I think, in my opinion, more, the, more so than... Um, kind of the ones that are already on the top, which there have been so many, um, obviously, because we've had the decade of Marvel coming out and mm. DC Comics and all that kind of stuff coming out, which has been so fantastic. But just this is obviously, I think, my favorite, my personal favourite has tend to be that. And just um, um, and plus the um, the acting as well. I thought the acting was pretty... was was, was good, mm. but I just... I was really focused on how, like... I love how films are always... I love how they're always made. And I think that's just one of the things I got from that was just how brilliantly it's made and how brilliant it's just crafted all together and the patience that we've took, patience that we've made to to film it over those past what was it about twelve years yeah I think twelve it twelve years it was and patience is yeah. definitely the word for that um interestingly Richard Linklater the director he recently announced he'd do mm. another project and apparently that's going to take twenty years to film so I don't know <laughs> how he's going to manage that. Maybe you'll go into, oh, like, a... Adulthood. Adulthood. Ooh, oh, that's not a bad idea, Liam. Um, oh, Christian, I might move on to you next. What is your pick for film of the decade? Mm, gosh, that's hard. Um, personally, I might go Django Unchained, actually. I think that's probably just the maybe the best time in the cinema I might have had um, this decade. I didn't, Yeah, I just think I, I, loved, I loved the story, but I loved all the stages of the story. Um, and it might have been the one that made me realise... Like, I know, obviously, Tarantino's known for his violence. Mm. Um, but 
think it's really his dialogue, if I'm honest, that yeah. really kind of is makes him distinctive to me. Um, partly because violence is everywhere in films now. So, I mean, yeah, sure, he has a lot of it, but I mean no real more than like the, the industry in general um and yeah uh yeah performances were great in that one too um and i didn't even recognize samuel l jackson until the the credits came around um oh. which is you know the wow. goal of yeah i know maybe embarrassing but yeah that is that is the goal of every every actor to actually transform themselves no, no, um, no, no, and to not just play themselves that is right so, yeah. christian so yeah he really did transform himself for that yeah. role and it's Unlike anything he's ever played previously, I think. Mm. Um, Especially for Tarantino as well. It, mm. It's his human is least likable um, <laughs> across the board, I would say. That, that's a fair point. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Liam, Christian, Charlie and mm. myself all uh, talked about Tarantino's other film, Once mm. Upon a Time in Hollywood, earlier in the year. Uh, Charlie, have you seen Django and where do you think it ranks among Tarantino's filmography? I think I'm actually kind of agreeing with um, Lee on this one. I think Django's mm. probably um, on the very, very well. Personally, on the very, very top. People question me about that because they're like, "Oh, why don't you like Pulp Fiction better?" And um, some stories like I, I like Django better. It just I, I think that Django kind of stands to me more popular on his on his kind of filmography scale. I just mm-hmm. think it really kind of I, as I was saying the action, and we all know Tarantino's. Definitely one for the show um, of, of you know gritty violence and stuff like that. But I think even just the whole story behind Django was just um, really fun to watch and very interesting as well. Mm. So um, and to be, I've watched his other films like obviously Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is um, which was good, which is which is really good. But um, other films like Pulp Fiction probably, which is weird from a film buff's point of view, saying I didn't particularly like those other films he did, which is probably that probably get. Upon no, 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 Charlie, I'm going to be brutally honest. I actually agree with you. I don't think that Pulp Fiction really? is Tarantino's yeah. best work. I just, it's, it's okay, it's good, but I don't think it's mm. extraordinary. Um, we'll have to move along quickly. Uh, <laughs> Liam, uh, what's your pick for the film of the decade? Uh, mine's a bit from left field. It's The Handmaiden, um, which is a Korean film which came out in 2016. It's uh, directed by Chan Wook Park, mm. who also made Old Boy. For and him. Snowpiercer. Am I right? I think that was another uh, Or am I thinking of Bong Joon-ho? Anyway, yeah. so keep going, Handmaiden. Um, anyway, there's a lots there's lots of uh, terrific Korean movies out there, so um, everyone should go have a look at them, including this one, which, uh, if you just bear with me, I'm going to read through a little description which I pulled. Okay, yeah. <laughs> just, I just want to... I think this encapsulates how convoluted the <laughs> film is. Yeah. Okay. Right. In 1930s Korea, in the period of Japanese occupation, a new girl is hired as a handmaiden to a Japanese heiress who lives a secluded life on a large countryside estate with a domineering uncle. But the maid has a secret. She is a pickpocket recruited by a swindler posing as a Japanese count to help him seduce the lady to elope with him, rob her of her fortune and lock her up in a madhouse. The plan seems to proceed according to plan until... The two girls discover some unexpected emotions. Um, when you say unexpected emotions, what kind are you talking about? We have to watch to find uh, out. I, I think, <laughs> but anyway, I think I just think with that uh, description, it's a really convoluted plot. It's like a maybe three-hour movie, I think, but it really. That's what makes it so good. It just has all these twists and turns. Yeah, and mm. uh, Korean cinema also um, entered the public zeitgeist this year with Parasite. Of course. So, and I'm sensing there's a consistent theme there, Liam, with these Korean films. It's that they do these really bold left-field things, these take these really complex ideas, and they turn them into, like, 
popcorn entertainment, yeah. essentially. Uh, you never right. know what's going to happen next, really. That's what I love about him. Hmm. Uh, Marcy, let's move on to you now. You are, of course, listening to Art Smitten's Best of the Decade Retrospective. Uh, what is your favourite movie of the past 10 years, Marcy? Well, I don't have as many, like films to pick from as I do TV shows because I'm much more of a TV show kind of person. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, like, there are some that, like, make it up there, but for reasons I can't really say my favourite. Like, Deadpool is fun and all, but it mm. I wouldn't say it's my favourite. It's a really fun character that's... And, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man <laughs> to the Spider-Verse, really inventive and all of that, but I haven't seen the whole thing yet. I've only seen clips of it. It's my favourite. And this is mainly because... This is one of the few movies that I've seen from this decade that made me cry. It's Inside Out. Absolutely beautiful oh, film. Yeah. That was a moment. That was hard. <laughs> yeah, that that was. It was pretty hard to sit for a yes, but it was just so brilliant. I mean, I don't think I've ever been more moved by a movie, animated or otherwise, in the past ten years. And it's one of the very few films I would consider to be a five star film. Uh. uh yeah, it's it's just phenomenal. If you haven't seen Inside Out, you definitely need to. It's yes. just um, it takes this really fantastic whimsical idea and it turns it into this really heartwarming story. I feel. Uh, <laughs> just quickly, I want to discuss my favorite film of the past ten years, which is a superhero movie. It's a Marvel movie, and it is Spider-Man: Homecoming. I mean, you, you might think of films like, for example, the Avengers movies or The Winter Soldier as being the epitome of superhero movies. But I think Spider-Man Homecoming is the one I enjoyed the most and it's the one I've revisited the most. Because what it does is it captures the vibe of an 80s blockbuster. It's everything at once. It's a fantasy film, sci-fi film, it's a comedy, it's a romance, it's got teenage drama, it's got action. It is absolutely brilliant. And no film in the past 10 years has entertained me on so many levels. It really had me thinking of films like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Back to the Future. It's just like, it's got something for... Everybody. Uh, Charlie, I understand you're a fan of Homecoming as well, and I know Liam and I were talking off air as well. We both enjoyed the film. But, Charlie, what are your thoughts on Homecoming? My thoughts on Homecoming was that it was a nice, um, nice refresh hash of, 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 of Spider-Man to kind of see what he was... Um, just obviously visit his um, teenage years and stuff like that and have mm. someone who looks, who looks about 15 playing... or looks like a high school kid playing the role instead of... Tobey Maguire, he was about in his thirties and playing it. So it was an, or Andrew Garfield. Mm. So I think it was. Um, I think yeah, you're right. It's got, it's got a very John. It's got a very John Hughes vibe mm. in the fact that like it basically um, it uh, it was kind of it, it was it resembles a very kind of eighties um, you know Ellie's eighties comedy drama kind of feel to it. And I thought like even even its sequel had the same kind of vibe as well. So I thought those two particular, especially a Homecoming, were probably since since probably the first kind of um, Spider-Man's back in the early 2000s, I think was one of its good, like, better ones. Mm. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the Garfield ones, to be honest, but I just think um, that these ones, these new ones, like, especially Homecoming, I think was, was actually pretty, was actually really, really good. And um, we all love Tom Holland because he can act really well and he can do an American accent and he can oh, play yes. from Queens really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Holland, he's really um, captured the... Um Two Spider-Man uh, egos, I think, because he's got the geekiness of Tobey Maguire and yet the coolness of Andrew Garfield. So all yeah, in one, yeah, all in one, exactly. Um, now <laughs> we, unfortunately, Charlie, we do have to uh, leave you there. But just quickly recapping our picks of the favorite 
our favourite movies of the decade were Boyhood, Django Unchained, The Handmaiden, Inside Out and Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Charlie, thank you very much for joining us all the way from Perth and hopefully we'll be able to have you on Art Smith again sometime in 2020. Definitely, definitely. It was great to catch up with you guys again. Yes, it was, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Charlie. Well,